Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. The eyes of the Lord are towards the righteous, and his ears towards their cry. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Psalm 34 is a wonderful chapter of praise to God and encouragement for us. It reminds us that God is in charge of all things. So I hope that you'll join me as we work to hide this wonderful chapter of God's Word in our hearts. Well, hello there, and I'm really looking forward to starting on another passage in Bible Memory for All for this summer. We've been doing a lot of verses, and some of them kind of interconnected through uh, essential verses, particularly the gospel path. But I'm excited to get back to memorizing a whole passage of Scripture. There's something powerful about memorizing verses in their context that really help us to understand what the author is saying and what God is saying to us. So our passage for this summer is going to be Psalm 34, and it's quite a long chapter, but I think as we break it down into individual segments, it'll be much easier for us to memorize this entire passage. Let's jump right in, because we're going to do verses 1 and 2 in this episode. Psalm 34 is a passage that's written by David. It's attributed to David in the, in the text, in the title in the text, and we believe it was written by David at a time when he was running from Saul. Now, you remember David was just a little shepherd boy, and Samuel came to him in, in 1 Samuel chapter 16, came to his father in his father's house, and anointed David as the future king over Israel. And David was a pretty unlikely candidate for this, right? He was the least in the family. He was a shepherd boy, which was regarded at that time as, as a fairly low-end kind of job. But he was anointed as king over Israel. And God said to Samuel, you look on outward appearance, but I look on the heart. And David is described in the Bible uniquely as being a man after God's own heart. What an honor to be described that way. And what a goal for us to be working to shape our hearts so that we could be described maybe as somebody close to a man after God's own heart. And that's our aim as we go through Psalm 34, is to understand who God is in this passage and who we are. Because to to see God rightly is to better see the world around us. So as we go through Psalm 34, we're looking for indications of who God is. How great is our God? You know, I think we, we see, sing songs like that a lot. But we don't act that way. And David's in the midst of a terrible time in his life. Persecution, he's, being, he's running, he's a fugitive in his own country. He's running from Saul. He's, his life is in danger. And yet he, he stops in Psalm 34 and writes, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise will continually be on my mouth. That's amazing that David has that understanding of who God is in relation to his troubles. You know, my friends, when we see who God is, 
all of the troubles that we face simply fall away because God is in charge of all of them. I think sometimes we have a tendency of thinking that God is in charge of the good things in my life and the bad things are the devil's working. No, the Bible doesn't show us that. In fact, read Job. I just recently read through the book of Job as part of my own devotional reading and uh, amazing. God is behind all of those events that happened to Job that we would look at and shake our fist at God and say, why would you let that happen to me? Instead, we need to bless the Lord and say, I know you have a plan for allowing that to happen. I know you have a plan for causing that to happen. And that's a true step of faith. God causes both the good and the things that we would consider as bad to happen in our life. But here's a promise. I can't go through that without giving you a promise. Romans 8.28 says he works all these events together in our lives for good, for his plan. And the chief root of man is to be used for God's plan, right? God created Adam and Eve, put him in the earth and gave him a mission. God created us, put us in the earth and gave us a mission. Fill the earth with my image. And he tells us that too. Go into all the world, preach the gospel. Why? Because the gospel transforms us. And when it transforms us, what's it transform us into? The likeness of Christ. So we are again charged with filling the earth with God's image. So these things that happen in our lives that we would consider as not great, not good, even horrible, bad things like what happened to Job. He lost all seven of his kids, all of his, all of his possessions in one day. Horrible thing. And Job blessed God for that as well. So I'm jumping into our explanation before I even read our verse. And our passage for, for this episode is Psalm 34, 1 through 2. Let me read it to you and you'll see how it connects to what we just talked about. Remember, this is David writing this. And it's at a horrible time in his life. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Isn't that hard to do, my friends? Sometimes that's hard to do, isn't it? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Continually. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. That's Psalm 34, 1 and 2. And again, we're going to work through the whole passage of Psalm 34 over the next 11 weeks. There's 22 verses in Psalm 34, so it's going to take us 11 episodes. We're going to do two per episode, and I think you'll feel the rhythm. It'll help you to memorize this passage. But I'd like to challenge you. Memorize it with me. I'm going to work really hard this this next 11 weeks to try to memorize this passage, and we'll point out some of the highlights, some of the sweet pearls that God offers us in this passage as we go. So memorize it along with me. Psalm 34 We're doing one and two this week. So I'm going to break it down by verse for us. So it'll be just two parts. And I want you to, I'm going to stretch you a little bit. I want you to work to try to say this along with me. I'm going to say Psalm 34 verse one. We'll do that three times. And then we'll do verse two, three times. We'll do one and two together. Psalm 34 verse one. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Say that again with me. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And one more time. 
I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's a challenge for us. Think about that as you go through your day today. When something not great happens, bless the Lord. When something you didn't expect comes up, praise God. His praise shall continually be in your mouth. Think about that today. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. In Psalm 34, verse 2, My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Again, say it with me. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. And one more time. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Now that's an interesting one. My soul, my soul, my heart, my innermost parts of my being boast in the Lord. Now what does that mean? Boast is, you know, be proud and boastful. Those are considered to be negative things. But what does it mean in this context? It means the ultimate feeling of worthwhile comes from the Lord. My ultimate excitement, my ultimate feeling of worthiness comes from the Lord. My soul, my innermost parts make their ultimate feeling of worthwhileness in the Lord. My soul boasts in the Lord. I am worth something because I'm a child of God. I am worth something because Jesus Christ died to pay the price for my sin. Imagine that, my sin. I am worth something. My soul boasts in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Now, why would I say the humble and not the proud? Because my soul making its boast in the Lord and not myself is a heart attitude of the humble. Did you ever notice the pride don't want anything to do with the humble? The proud don't want anything to do with the humble because the proud are always talking about how great they are. The humble are always talking about how great somebody else is. And you'd think that's a perfect match, but it's really awkward. If I'm talking about how great I am and you want to make your boast in the Lord or you want to make your boast in something else, then I'm not going to want anything to do with you because you're convicting to me because I know that at the end, I'm really not that great. So that's why it says, let the humble, let those of similar mind hear it and be glad. So it's an encouraging element. It's also a mindset for my own heart. It's a mindset for me in my life and it encourages those around me. All right, well, let's go through verse one and two. We're going to do it three times all together, and you need to say it out loud with me. So if you're driving in your car, say it out loud. Nobody's going to hear you. It's okay. But you need to say it because you need to you speak it and hear it, and it'll help you engage more senses to try to memorize and hide these words in your heart. Psalm 34, one and two. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Psalm 34, 1 and 2. All right, two more times. Psalm 34, 1 and 2. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Psalm 34, 1 and 2. And one more time. Psalm 34, 1 and 2. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. 
My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Psalm 34, 1-2 Well, I hope you're as excited about memorizing a passage of Scripture as I am. And I hope Psalm 34, I know Psalm 34, will accomplish God's purpose in your life. If you take the steps to try to memorize this word, as Psalm 119.11 says, I will hide your word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's an instruction and a comment on the importance of memorizing God's word, to hide it in our heart so that we have it with us at all times, to meditate on God's word. Psalm 34 says, His praise will be continually in my mouth. What better way to praise God than with his own words? Hide it in your heart, and it will continually be on your lips. I'm excited about going through this chapter. I'm looking forward to coming back next week and doing one, two, three, and four. You'll be surprised how quickly it goes. So stay along with us, and we'll be back next week. This has been a production of Bible Memory for All. For additional information about Bible Memory for All ministries, go to BibleMemoryForAll.com. Here you will find audio episodes to help you memorize many of the most common Bible verses, as well as study guides, Bible study notes, and much more. For this series, we have begun to also release themed desktop wallpaper that's designed to remind you throughout the day of the memory verses you are working on. All is available free of charge at BibleMemoryForAll.com. We'll be back next week with another set of verses from Psalm 34. May God bless your efforts to hide His Word in your heart.